What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, I've got Craig sitting in his beautiful backyard. He went, he went ultra pro with his background. That is not a Zoom. That is not a Zoom <laughs> virtual background. That is actually his yard. And I'm, I'm jealous. We have, a ho- we have a guest on today, Patrick McClellan, and we're going to talk about what Patrick does and how it's appropriate for what's going on in today's kind of uh, economic environment, especially in dentistry. But Craig and I realized that we haven't done a podcast in a few weeks. Well, maybe a week or so. And, um, you know, because we've been like, like all of you listening, we've been doing, we've been dealing with some of our own affairs and getting things uh, handled with this COVID-19 stuff. So um, anyway, buddy, it's good to be podcasting with you again. And, it's good to be uh, back, Peter. We, um, we went through, like all of us, we've, we've gone through an extremely stressful time. And uh, the first maybe week of it or 10 days of it was almost like disbelief. It's like those stages of grief where it's like disbelief and anger and frustration. And um, we recognize we haven't, um, outside of what we did with Ali Aramchian for the HR for Health, we really haven't um, um, paid it forward back into the community. Uh, we're active with, we're very active with the mastermind at this point, but um, just wanted to update you guys because Pete and I have been speaking multiple times per day and kind of just getting through this together, keeping our brain and bodies um, as fit as they possibly can and uh, holding each other accountable to an exercise routine because that's really been the key in this period. Peter and I are shut down. Um, the governor mandated uh, in Florida the state closure till May 8th. Um, and I kind of think that's funny, by the way, that the governor picks a day, you know, two weeks ago. It's like it's like Groundhog like Day. Nostradamus. Like, yeah, like there's like a COVID-19. There's a COVID-19 Groundhog that's going to come out like Puxatawney Phil. He's going to like smell around and like go back in his hole and like, oh shit, four more weeks of COVID, you know, or, but, um, you know, we're, we're kind of locked down right now. We're seeing only emergency patients and Pete and I had to do a lot of uh, heavy lifting with our teams, um, just trying to get things organized so we could weather the storm. But um, it, it, we, we've, we've sat here thinking like, well, what can we do? How can we turn this into expansion mode versus just a contraction mode? So the first week is contraction, obviously, with furloughs and layoffs and all that stuff that we all had to do because without an operating business, it doesn't take long to do basic math and realize your runway is short. Uh, but now on the other side of it, we're, we're going back into expansion mode here. And so we're just trying to figure out ways that when this all ends and it will end, how do we hit the ground running and how do we not only ramp up production, which might be challenging with regulations, but save money on the back end. And that was the spirit of having Patrick on here because uh, to take your business and expand it from, you know, 10, 000, an extra 10,000 a month or something like that. Um, that's $10,000 that has to go through your cost of goods sold and, and your profitability analysis. And when you increase your business by 10 grand, most of us are lucky if we see 10 or 20% of that on the bottom line. So, right. Uh, but if you save 10, you get 10, right. And that's the exactly. thing. Patrick, thanks for letting us, um, kind of unpack our, you know, having ha- had a long hiatus of, of podcasting. Thanks for letting us kind of talk. Welcome to, uh, being on. And I will give a little bit more context. Patrick works for, he's basically um, an owner in a company called Merchant Cost Consulting. 
And what this company has done and helped, has helped do for Craig and I is basically analyze our merchant processing fees and see where there's that mass confusion. If you ever looked at one of these statements, you get literally, I, I have a, like a numeric seizure when I look at this stuff. I'm like, what the hell is this stuff? And you're a numbers guy. So and I'm a numbers guy, right? And, they, and, and, and in getting to know Patrick, he's kind of let us know that it's by design this way. Right. So Patrick has analyzed both Craig and mine. And this actually happened prior to the coronavirus stuff going on that we were starting to get Patrick to analyze and help us, you know, get lean and mean in, the, in this aspect. And um, but now it's just, you know, Craig and I got on the phone and said it's so appropriate to get Patrick on now because now's the time when a lot of us dentists are sitting idle and we can we can tighten down and get lean and mean and get in preparation for this brand new launch when they open the gates back up. But now's the time to analyze, you know, audit your expenses, you know, and audit, you, you know, call your vendors, all these things and, and be and be getting lean and mean on your P&L because what else do you have to do? Right. You can't you can't be doing the business of dentistry. So get in the business of running a lean and mean business operation. So. Long overdue, and, Patrick. And by, by the way, sorry, sorry to interject, and Patrick, we'll get to you in about 20 more minutes from now. But um, You're a great guest listener, Patrick. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be in the top five best so guest wild. listeners. Um, you know, we always talk about working in and on the business, and there are obviously, we're forced at this point um, to stop. And this is the time when you want to start doing the things that you're never going to always be too busy to do. Because frankly, you know, credit card fees, um, you know, I... I I've negotiated mine several times. And what I've had to learn over the last decade, unfortunately, I learned the hard way, is I negotiate them down and within a couple months or whatever, six months, eight months, they creep right back up. And I'm like, this crap should be illegal because um, it just doesn't seem like I, I, I take the fees down, I'm really happy. And then all of a sudden, you know, eight months, a year later, they're all the way back up again. I'm like, how the hell did that happen? So I definitely want to talk about that, Patrick, of, of how that just creeps back up. But this is the time, and I wanted to say this before we get started, this is the time when you have idle time to actually work on your business and not just in it. So that's really important. So Patrick, without any further ado, tell us a little bit about yourself to the guests. Well, first and foremost, I really appreciate you guys having me on here. Um, it, it, it's great to be here. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. Now is a great time to really look at your expenses under a magnifying glass to see what areas you may be able to cut costs in. Um, and merchant services is definitely one of those areas. It's, it's a very hard industry to navigate. They're very deceptive sales tactics being used. Um, and the industry can just be tough to pilot. Um, and when you take a closer look at these expenses, when you're looking at your statement, it's in another language. It's meant to be hieroglyphics to see exactly where your money is going, what you're exactly spending to accept these cards. And I applaud the both of you for actually renegotiating or trying to renegotiate the fees by yourselves because not a lot of people do that. But like you said, Craig, once you do that, it being an unregulated industry, these fees are just going to creep back up again. They're going to move things around and what you were able to renegotiate, they're just going to go right back up to where they were, if not more than before. Um, that typically happens three to four times a year with these increases. Yeah. And, and that is, that is something that I notice as well. You know, everyone's, everyone who runs a business is, for, is familiar with that PL line item aspect of credit card processing fees. And we've all tried to negotiate them. And like Craig's saying, you know, I've actually found this even in ordering some dental supplies, you know, you negotiate these hard deals 
And we don't have the bandwidth, honestly, Patrick, to go back and, you know, running businesses and and seeing patients and doing payroll and trying to do marketing. You know, we don't have the bandwidth to go back and, and recheck someone who made a promise that these fees were going to stay, you know, and then we go back, like Craig's saying, it's super frustrating. You're like, Oh really? Everything's, you know, three months later, everything's back to where it was. Like that was a waste of time. And it's just, it just kind of gives the whole industry, no offense. It gives your whole industry kind of a, a, a black mark of not being transparent. So that's been frustrating. So that has been nice about working with you and that you've been an advocate. And basically, you know, it's not just like, Hey, we'll do a service here and we're gone. Right. You actually stay on as the advocate and right. Because it, it, it behooves both of us for you to stay on, meaning you guys don't get paid if you don't get the, it get the reduction and we don't get the savings if we don't stay with you. So it's, it's a, it's a nice synergistic relationship um, where everyone has skin in the game. And I think that's where lasting relationships are made for sure. Um, well, in full disclosure, I didn't, I, Patrick, I never negotiated on my own. I've always hired companies to do it. The problem was I hired them periodically. You know, I've never, I never had any uh, business proposition for me to, to, to engage with someone long-term because I didn't really think it was needed. So the first like five times or, you know, maybe I've probably done it five times over my career of 21 years. Um, and the first five times I, you know, I, I didn't realize it needed to be done again. So I'd switch uh, processors or something like that. And Here's I why I love this, Craig. Go up again. Uh, I'm sorry to interject. Here's why I love this. You and I are, are sophisticated dental operators, right? Meaning, you know, we have scale to our operations. We know what we're doing. And for you and I to basically just be like, ha- to be so kind of like, no, we're not even utilizing this. When Patrick kind of discovered it for us, I was like, holy cow, our listenership really needs this. Dentistry really needs this, especially right now, right? And so that's... um. That was just shocking to me. And the savings, you know, we're not talking about 50 bucks a month savings here. We're talking about significant money for doing nothing other than advocating, you know, getting someone like that's trustworthy, like Pat, Patrick on your side. Um, and the savings are significant. So Patrick, maybe you can, I mean, I know kind of the first month you analyzed it, my savings alone are $1,200 a month. Right? Well, I'm, I'm beating you, by yeah, the way. You're beating me, right? And you're $2,000 a month. I already thought I had negotiated hardcore because like you said, Craig, I'm a numbers guy and I, I dig into that stuff. But, um, but you know, you're getting, Craig, you're saving $2,000 a month, which would, you know, like you said, that would take, that's an extra $20,000 of, of clinical collections to equal that amount almost, right? In, a, in an operation your size. So Patrick, unpack, you know, like, I guess, I guess kind of unpack your process a little bit, um, how this benefits, you know, what's the, what's the fee structure set up? How can maybe bulletproof listeners get a better deal than, than face value um, or, or market rate in the company and stuff like that? Yeah. So after doing the initial audit of both your statements, we looked back six months prior uh, at your recent processing history and we were able to analyze saying, okay, you're, you're paying these rates here, here, and here, here's some fees we may be able to get rid of or alleviate because based on our data metrics and industry knowledge, we know what's bogus out there. We know where they're surcharging or where they're hiding certain fees. Um, and with, in both cases, we saw over that six month period that there were fee increases during that time period. So we were able to go back, we called the processor on your behalf and basically called them out for it. Basically they're getting their hands caught in the cookie jar. Like you said, because most businesses don't have the bandwidth to look at this and also the industry knowledge. I only have it because my background is in payments. I used to be on the sales side selling merchant services. I I don't really like to admit that because a lot of people have had it as sour taste in their mouth. It It changed teams, huh? 
I did. And because I saw there was a huge need for this um, in the business world, because these processing companies were taking advantage of really any type of business and just because yeah. of the lack of knowledge. So we said, hey, we want to expose these bad guys for, for what they're doing. It's a, it's a very lucrative business on the processing side. Yeah, you know, the money was good, but I, I decided to, to completely drop all of that on the sales side and, and help businesses, again, put money back in their pockets. Um, so- hey, And you Patrick, guys are really I, advocates. Oh, go ahead, Craig. Sorry. sorry, Patrick, I have a quick question for you. Sure. Like, you know, there's obviously the, when you don't want someone to, you, if you have a deceptive business practice, you wanna make it as convoluted and difficult to decipher as possible. So I know that's like very common, like in the 401k space and stuff like that and the advisement, financial advisory space. Um, and other countries have made big inroads to make things a little bit more transparent. Like for example, a lot of the um, truth and lending disclosures that happen here, like when you're signing up for long-term loans and stuff like that, that's newer advancements, but that was actually being spearheaded in places like Europe. So I, I look at your business, I look at this business of the credit card processing and I see that it's intentionally cryptic to find out what the frick you're paying for everything. Um, so um, my question to you is, are you aware of other areas like in Europe or other places where you're not allowed to do this to people, where the fees ha almost have a truth in lending type disclosure on your credit card processing? Are you aware of any place outside of the U.S. that's doing that already? Yeah. So in, in Canada and in Europe, they do have regulations put into place saying- I knew it. I knew it, Pete. They cap their fees to a certain point and say, you can't go past or increase these fees beyond this point where- in the United States, there is no regulation. I don't understand how the hell that's possible. So like when you were describing this, it immediately, I, I, I said, I bet you anything, Europe or Canada has this. So like in the financial space, you're not allowed to be what's called duly registered. So you're not allowed to be like a broker dealer mm -hmm. and a fiduciary. You're not allowed to put one hat on saying, hey, I got your best interest at heart. Oh, but by this mutual fund, I'm going I'm to get a kickback under the table of a commission that you're not even privy to. So that they don't have that in Europe. And it's just like, it seems like, I guess it's our lobbying groups. I guess the credit card processing companies are so big that they don't allow that to happen. Is that, is that what it is? What is it exactly? More or less. Yeah. The, these companies, it's a trillion dollar market and just be, they have the leverage um, to kind of Wait, make a trillion sure. dollars in total fees generated or a trillion dollars transaction volume. Do you know? Uh, in fee generated for, for Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's absolutely massive um, just because, you know, cash used to be king, but everyone's carrying plastic nowadays. And, you know, I mean, look at the future, too. I mean, there's going to be a if, if you thought people were doing a lot of credit cards in the past for convenience. I have a feeling on the other side of this covid apocalypse that people are going to be really feeling that cash is dirty and don't want to touch it. Um, so that, that might be, I, I, I mean, could physical fiat, cash, physic, right? physical cash is physically dirty. Like not like as in dirty cash. And that like it's a vector cash is the new vector, Craig. It could be. I mean, I, I was thinking about the other day, like, you know, I was going to pull out Apple pay and not touch my, you long, know, my cash. long Bitcoin, short, short currency. Oh God, here we go again. Uh, <laughs> I knew anytime, anytime markets, anything comes up, Pete's going to take this chance to drop a little Bitcoin oh, in there. Right, no, I'm sorry. But it's I'm crazy that there, we're not being protected because one would think that I negotiate the fees and it would stay until the next agreement. So there has to be something within our agreements that we're signing with our pro payment processors that say, hey, by the way, it's up to our discretion at any given moment. That's why they roll so easily sometimes. I've talked to people before, you know, my payment card processing, it's quite easy. Like, hey, can I get a low rate? No problem. Because yeah. they know in like two weeks, they're going to switch yeah. it on me. 
they just beat each other up and you know you have to go through the headache and the hassle of switching but exactly they're going to tell you you're going to get the lowest rate they're not going to go up you're going to get the best customer service in the world but once you sign that dotted line they know exactly what's going to happen because essentially the more they're able to charge you the more goes into their pocket it's as simple so as that. So Patrick, let's talk about, because uh, obviously people, let's talk about where the rubber meets the road. Like how does it work? You know, how does the business owner or the dentist in, in this case get rewarded for onboarding you and your services? Exactly. So once, once they engage with us, we simply take care of all the legwork. We do all the renegotiation on the dental owner's behalf making sure that they're priced at that absolute bottom line and they don't have to change a thing. Everything stays in place as far as their processor, uh, their equipment, their software, whether you're using someone like Dentrix or uh, Dolphin Imaging, everything stays in place. Nothing By changes. the way, Patrick, I want to interrupt you one yeah. more time here. So I have the, the one call that I get most frequently and the most frustrating one I ever get is from merchant processing people saying like, hey, I could save you a whole bunch of money. Let me bring you over to my side. And um, it's, it's quite aggressive because most people are like, hey, I'm a patient in your practice. I did Invisalign, you know, like throw me some business like type of thing. And it's really pushy. The problem I have is that when you go to a, another merchant processor, and I use Dentrix in my practice, but if you go to another processing company and you can't integrate with Dentrix, even though I could probably save forty, fifty thousand dollars because of my volume, it's a good the the hassle of trying to input payments without integration into my PMS, my practice management software, is so difficult that I could actually attribute a labor cost, saying, okay, I'll save forty Gs, which is huge but the time and effort and inaccuracy of my people having to manually update the payments is going to be not worth it. So I just have resigned to the fact that like, even though this guy could save me a bunch of money. And by the way, now that I know what you do, I know what they're doing. They're getting me on their merchant processing company. They're going to save me 40 grand. Of course they are. But within seven months, my fees are going to start creeping up. And then they got me. So all they have to do is just say, let's get, let's dupe this mofo until he doesn't check his fees anymore. And that's the problem with the business model that you're in because most people, it's just a transaction. It's gone. You, we sign up with you. You save us a lot of money. We love you. And we have no idea that a year later, everything's back to normal. So just that's why I was so intrigued that you have that long-term relationship. So go ahead. That's where you had me too. When you said you don't have to change a thing because honestly, sometimes with these processes, I can save you money. The juice is not worth the squeeze of going through the process and switching like Craig is saying, but when you're By like, the way, is it like that in Eagle sauce? E Eagle, Eagle I don't, sauce. I use, um, <laughs> I sauce. use PNC for my Okay. Processing. So you're not even using your, like there, is there a payment solution through Eagle soft? Probably. I'm sure. Yeah. Cause in Dentrix, it makes it really easy. You swipe the card and it batches mm -hmm. into the exact patient chart. So, I mean, that's yeah, why I'm sure there is, yeah. uh, you know, probably I, I got off of that because I was looking at the fees being a numbers yeah, guy are, back in the yeah, day. And I said, this, is, this doesn't work for me. So I, in, and honestly, in full disclosure, when Patrick called, I was like, there's no way you're going to be able to negotiate my stuff down. I've already crushed it. And, he was and like, me okay. too, by the way, cause I had the conversation <laughs> nine months ago. So I was like, there's no way we're, I mean, what are we going to get at $200 a month? All right. All right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, 
Uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an, an audible book reader. And then last, if you haven't heard, uh, we've got an amazing deal with Merchant Cost Consulting and it's for processing and it's a uh, check out that episode. But if you want to get hooked up with that deal, make sure to uh, go to the landing page, bulletproofdiscounts.com. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll see you soon. So, Patrick, we interrupted you. Proceed with the uh, the split, the, the how the, the proper process works. Yeah, so again, once we do that initial rene- uh, renegotiation, we get the savings put into place, whether it's the next month or we can get it retroactive for that given month. We can also obtain refunds for some of those over charges as well you know we've gone how long is that look back can you get typically patrick or or attempt typically to get? it's three to six months but we've gone as far as 18 months back because of certain types of errors whether wow. it's on purpose or not um we were able to obtain refunds for that long so it's situationally based um depending on the process company how you were set up and if they made any mistakes on their end uh during that time so after everything is put into place we're going to police and audit the account on a monthly basis. So we're going to obtain your processing statement, whether you give us access to your online portal or you just send it to us via fax or email. And we're going to police and go through every single line item to make sure that nothing changed whatsoever. And we're strictly performance or contingency based. So we're only compensated when we're able to save our clients money. There's no other sort of consulting fees or startup fees. Yeah. And so we wanted to obviously get a better deal for, for listeners. So um, talk about the splits on that, Patrick, like how it works. So if you, you know, if you find $2,000 savings a month for practice, like Craig's, for instance, like how would that, how would that work? Yeah. So, so the typical split is, is 50, 50 um, in this instance, and in talking to you guys um, and being beneficial for your listeners of the Bulletproof Dental practice um, podcast, you know, we're willing to, to change that to 55, 45 split. So if we're able to obtain in their favor, in their favor, exactly. of course, yeah, yeah. Just being clear. $1,000 in savings on your merchant fees, the dental practice would receive $550 of that where we would obtain the $450. Right. And that's how you get paid as being the advocate going forward, basically for working, like Craig is saying, avoiding the task of, uh, mm-hmm. of, you know, continually auditing and make sure those savings stay in place. Exactly. And yep. we're showcasing on a monthly basis where exactly those savings came from. Each line item saying we were able to get this fee reduced, this fee reduced, or, or this fee removed completely. And then however we're able to obtain those refunds, some processing companies will put it on the next statement. Others will just do an ACH into your bank account. You'll just see a nice refund in there after a certain period of time. And this is a nice yeah, benefit. The- so go ahead, Greg. Sorry, and pa- the past for me is I, I had, uh, I used two or three different people. Um, one of them was also doing like insurance fee negotiation for me as well. And I paid them out of pocket, but it was an easy thing, um, although I never audited it. So in theory, I could have paid them blank numbers of dollars and not tracked it and not even know what I got. So I'm the type of guy, by the way, it's like, imagine when you go to the supermarket, and you check out for something. Would you like to have a mail-in rebate for like $5? Or would you rather swipe it at the cashier right now and just get $3 off your purchase. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to do very much. So right. the idea that, uh, you know, listen, right now I had no idea that I could be saving 2000 a month in credit card fees. If you would have asked me, I would have told you a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. I had no idea. 
So this is, the, the, I, I, I prefer the no pain of execution and a long-term, uh, you know, uh, partnership where someone's actually looking out for this. Cause I just know myself after 21 years of practice, I've done right. so many damn times. So, you know, look, you get I, busy. I'm with you, Craig. Yeah. I get, you get yeah. busy. You move on to things. You get, you are running businesses and being the, the operator in that business typically. Right. And so, this is literally one of the last things I think. Yeah. About. And it's honestly, it's, it's this it's, and viral pandemic, uh, disability insurance. <laughs> that um, is two things I wouldn't be thinking about before. So Patrick, ago. we talked about getting a, an easy way for people to connect with you. And so Craig and I thought that your domain was a little bit hard to remember. So we went ahead. Yeah, can we work on your business? By the, no, I'm just kidding. But I'm like, so when you, when you first reached out, by the way, there was the funniest email. I'm going to send it. I want to send it to you eventually. It was between you, me, and our, um, our, our, our director of operations, Nick. And it was like merchant cost consulting. I'm like, do not answer this guy's email yeah yeah he did actually i literally said that i'm like he's like he's just one of one of these other guys right it was like yeah i was like these guys please do not let's not even talk to him nick's like no well i i had a conversation with me no he doesn't do what you think i'm like no no he does like let's not get him in our ecosystem and nick like checked all your references and like he vetted you as as the attorney that he is he vetted you and he you came out shining like a rose pal so going back to your website sorry not to throw shade on it but um we just we've we've had success with doing stuff like bulletproof summit and stuff like that so we have a we have a domain set up we'll have a landing page up that's just if you're interested in, in connecting with patrick just go to bulletproofdiscounts.com and um and it'll be easily to connect with patrick and go forward from there um and it is a rarity honestly i will say patrick and you don't know us from you know you don't, you don't know us other than the, the months you've been working with us but craig and i do not take sponsorship we really don't advocate on too many other people unless we use them right so it's not like some people who just like oh i'll take your podcast sponsorship i know you're not sponsoring i'm just saying that we we are very hesitant to recommend anyone for fear of our reputation is everything well i mean let's let's face the the, the fact of the matter is pete you and i signed agreements for a 50% discount. So right, that's true. So Patrick, I don't realize if you're aware of this, but we have Peter, a worse deal. Peter, yeah, we have a worse deal than we got for our listeners. But it's all good. I'm not I'm not worried about that. At 50 you had us. So um, we're like well, how can we sweeten it for our listeners and make sure that we get they get taken care of. But I'm excited about the partnership at school. Anything further to uh, add Patrick that maybe we left out that that would be crucial for um, some of our listenership to know? Um, no, I, I think we covered uh, the majority of things. Uh, again, I just think during this downtime um, and this unprecedented area that we're in, it, it's really could be a good area to look and say, okay, w- what are my expenses? Because dealing with dental practices, we've gone to many trade shows, we've had great conversations, but getting a hold of the owner or someone um, right. kind of deals with this side of the business or a decision maker is tough to get a hold of. You guys have so many other areas of the business to worry about between seeing patients. And, and we train our teams, honestly, in full disclosure, like, because we don't have the bandwidth, like, Hey, no one gets to me kind of thing. Right. That's the way it should be. So we've just, we, we know that we, we could help in certain areas, but the communication can be tough because again, you got, you guys don't have that bandwidth, which I hundred yeah. percent understand. Um, so this could be, again, a, a good time. Take a look into this where it doesn't, there's not a whole lot of legwork. Right. And this is a great time while we're idle to be, to be, and I will, I will read the, the, uh, your email, my signature statement again, cause Craig mentioned it. So $10,000 in sales is $10,000 minus the cost of labor and goods sold. 
but $10,000 savings is $10,000. So that's a cool, that is a cool uh, differentiator there. Yeah. And Dennis, so, we're trained all the courses we go to and all the stuff that we're being taught is all about how to produce, increase produce, your produce. produce, how to increase your top line revenue. When we all talk um, about, you know, when we're telling about what we, what we do as practice owners, it's always about top line revenue and top line revenue is just complete bullshit. It means nothing. I have friends that tell me they want practices like Pete and mine and they, they, they have a $1.8 million practice and their overhead, uh, I'm sorry, their profitability is like 40%. And I know people that have $10 million practices and their profitability is 3%. So at the end of the day, I know it's not sexy to talk about just profitability. It's not but what you make, is, it's what you it's, keep. Right. And, and, and dentists, we, we hate when people negotiate with us. I get so mad when a patient comes in for a crown and be like, hey, instead of a thousand, you know, 1500, I'll do it for 13. We're like, you're insulting me. I'm a doctor. We don't do that. So the language of negotiation is not something that rolls easily off of most dentist tongues. So these are important things. We're all realizing right now in this time that you can call up your car insurance company and say, Hey, I got two cars. We're only driving one. Can you hold one of the payments? Yeah, sure. Uh, can I get a 90 day retrieval on my home, uh, my, my mortgage for my house? Yeah, sure. So it's like in business, you have to ask. And I was, I'm not proud of it, but I bragged to all my friends. I'm the worst freaking negotiator. Whatever I buy, it's, it's more, I, I pay more than everybody else. You just want to be liked. Well, it, yeah, I'm just I mean, kidding. some of those conversations are uncomfortable and I just like the approach where I could have a partner that does the, the heavy lifting. I've said this to mm -hmm. so many friends, like, dude, get me a better deal. I would give you half the money I'm saving because I'm about to not, <laughs> I'm about to go in and get freaking, you know, crushed. rolled over and crushed. Mm -hmm. So I just love the idea of partnership. And um, if you start uh, offering services and clinical dentistry as well for supply costs, I'd be very happy to enter an arrangement into you <laughs> as well. You can call the Shines, Benkos, and Pattersons and get my cotton rolls a little less. Oh I do God, not care, bro. Great, that's a great idea, Craig. Who, someone yeah. needs to do that. If you're not, that's, oh, a, Pete, that's you the can next do it business. For me. I, yeah, Pete, I can do it for you. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be liked, right? So I don't care if, how, what people feel. I'll just yeah. be, the, be the hard ass and go in there. You're right. Well, Patrick, oh. anyway, thanks for spending the time with us, pal. Um, again, I'll make it easy for everybody. Just go to, go to bulletproofdiscounts.com and uh, we'll connect you with, with Patrick. And uh, Pat, thanks for what you're doing, Patrick. I appreciate it and uh, no. we'll look forward to it, man. Thank you, Peter and Craig. Thanks for having me on. It was great speaking and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Okay, pal. Yeah, we sure will. Take care, everybody.